Welcome to a special edition of Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. The surgeon came out, of course I was asleep, didn't know any of this, and said, we can't find cancer in her anywhere. God loves all of us, and God has already provided for all of us. God heals all His children. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Wednesday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Again today, I am playing some testimonies from our series that we have entitled Healing Journeys, and I tell you, they are powerful. We have had so many testimonies of people being healed by just seeing what God has done for other people. You know, Revelation says you overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. And today, we're going to give two testimonies. We're going to give the testimony of Gina Boop, who was healed of a brain aneurysm, and her husband, Bud, was just stronger than horseradish, standing and believing for her. This will encourage you. And also, we're going to share the testimony of Johan and his wife, Brenda. And I tell you, they are awesome. We had them speak at our Grace and Faith Conference in the UK last year, and they saw over a thousand people come forward for healing, for salvation, for baptism of the Holy Spirit. I tell you what, they are fired up. These testimonies will bless you, and stay tuned because at the end of our program, we're going to share with you about how you can receive these testimonies on video for yourself. The neurologist comes in, he, he examines her and tells me, once we put the little hole in her head to relieve the pressure from the aneurysm, 10% chance she survives that. If she survives that, she won't come out of the operating room the next morning. I said, you know, those are great facts, but uh, Jesus Christ has healed her 2,000 years ago. She's going to be just fine. And he looked at me and said, do you understand what I'm telling you? To see God's will come to pass, you have to be willing to look crazy. When Bud's wife, Gina, fell into a coma from a sudden stage five brain aneurysm, he did not care what the doctor's report said or if his beliefs offended those around him. All Bud cared about was seeing God's will come to pass through his wife's full recovery. This is the story of how the friends and partners of Andrew Womack Ministries helped one family from Phoenix, Arizona, believe God's word in the midst of an impossible situation. This is the healing journey of Gina Boop. I get to the hospital, doctors are asking my dad questions. I reminded him, you know, everything that we had read about healing, you know, we need to stand on that. I was thinking, okay, with long life will I satisfy you? And I. I remember at the time I was thinking, okay, so this is, this is not long life. Dr. Sapphire goes in and he tells me that there's a, there's a Y in the back of her head. The aneurysm was right in between the Y. One goes to walking, one goes to talking. He said, which one do you want me to cut off? I remember in one of Andrew's teachings, he said, how you start a battle is usually how you finish it. So I thought, I've got to stand strong and this is where I'll start from. And I said, cut off walking. It doesn't matter, she'll be, she'll be fine. He said, no, she'll need assistance when she walks, if she ever walks again. And I said, no doc, she's been healed 2,000 years ago by Jesus Christ, she's gonna be just fine. And he kinda looked at me with a blank stare. 
Knowing Gina's life depended on the Holy Spirit guiding the brain surgeons, Bud called his family physician, Dr. Douglas Bales, and had him talk with the head neurologist, Dr. Sapphire. Unknown to the neurologist at the time, Dr. Bales was also a fan of Andrew's teachings and believed wholeheartedly in the healing power of Jesus. He shared what was going on, said there's less than a 10% chance of living here based on what he could see. Explained the situation, what he was to do, and I said, Dr. Sapphire, can I pray with you? And so he prayed for him and said um, in his prayer, something to the effect of, you know, I think that you're going to go in, you're going to see things that you didn't think you'd see. It's going to turn out better than you thought you ever could have it turn out. And then it's going to be a miraculous result. I didn't know what Dr. Sapphire's religious background was, if he was even open, but he accepted and... And said, okay, and, and walked into the operating room. When he came out, he said, we've made a giant leap forward but 25% chance she makes it through the next three days. And I said, so you're saying I'm one of the 25? And he said, well, I guess, but she's gonna have seizures. And I said, no, doc, she's not. She's not gonna have seizures. She's been healed by Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. She's gonna be just fine. That night, I'm getting ready to go to sleep. I said, dear God, you know, I need, I need some, visions of where are we going to be? What are we going to be doing? And um, I remember that night I went to sleep and first thing I have a dream of is my wife and I walking through Costco. And I thought, oh wow, my favorite store. And then uh, we're playing at the park with our dog Bentley and we're throwing the ball and playing catch with him and we're walking different places. And I remember waking up in the morning and just thinking, okay, I got this. The day after surgery, Bud had called Andrew Womack and Andrew just prayed a beautiful prayer of faith and declaring Gene to be healed. Well, I speak encouragement to Bud and I believe that there is just a gift of faith, your supernatural gift of faith, rising up on the inside of him to be able to look beyond every negative thing that is said, what he may see with his eyes. And Father, we just believe your word, that you want us well, that you've already provided this for Gina. And so Bud and I agree, and we speak this healing into our body. There were a lot of aspects as far as the prayer was concerned that I didn't quite understand, you know, that he would be able to look past the doctor's reports. And I'm thinking, why are you telling me all this? Because she's healed, this is, this is a done deal. I didn't realize that along the way there were these things that I would come up against and that I had to be prepared. We would put in Alan and Debbie Moore and I was trying to figure where she gathering her strength from. I just opened my Bible and I said, God, I said, what is it that you, what is it that I need to know now? And he gave me Romans 8, 6. Debbie, he said, you can do this carnally and bring death, or you can do this spiritually and bring life. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and truth. And it was a black and white situation. Any negative thing or any negative people that are there, you need to either clear them out or you need to any negative thing that's spoken over Gina, you need to make sure you counteract that. Every day we'd go in there, okay, today she's gonna wake up. And if she didn't by the next day, okay, she's gonna wake up today. We just said that and expected it. 
we had a pictorial of Gina at the end of the bed. So each nurse knew, this is who you're dealing with. You're not dealing with what you see there in the bed. You know, we look cuckoo to the doctors. I would rather us look cuckoo than lose my mom. We had one doctor who came in the room with all of his interns and he started speaking all the stuff about Gina. And I said, if you have anything else to say as far as Gina's concerned, say it outside the room because none of that's going to happen to her. She's been healed by Jesus Christ. And when you walk away from this, you're gonna go, holy cow, this is a miracle. One of the nurses who was on the floor suggested that maybe the doctor would want to speak to me. He said, let me put it to you this way. She's the sickest patient in any hospital in the city of Phoenix right now. And he looked at me and he said, and I'm telling you, she is not walking out of this hospital alive. And I need your help in helping your friend accept that fact and come to terms with it. I remember thinking, man, you don't know my friend, bud. These are not things that he just, like beliefs that he just adopted in the last week or two since his wife got sick. These are things he's believed in for years. This is the way this man is wired. I've been in a lot of hospitals and I've been in a lot of hospital rooms, but that room was one of the most faith-filled environments I'd ever stepped into in my life. While holding on to the promise that God wanted Gina well, Bud only allowed visitors who believed the same. Of these visitors was his niece, Jenny, whom Bud introduced to Andrew's teachings when she was pregnant with twins, who were diagnosed with hypoplastic heart syndrome. Years later, with her twins alive and well, Jenny was happy to return the favor. I would just read over her all the time, scriptures, and we'd pray together. We'd pray Andrew's prayer over her, listen in scriptures, and then we would just share. We'd just share testimonies and how God's been such a blessing in our lives, and that's what we kind of focused on a lot. Jenny brought all the Andrew Womack books. I mean, I busted through, you've already got it. There was a particular page in chapter 10 would speak directly to what I was looking for. So I took a picture of it. So each time I would, I would have something come up, I'd go back down and I'd read that page again. From there, you know, we believed that God had already provided her healing. It was just a matter of it manifesting into the physical, even if it took longer than, you know, Jesus just raising her from the bed that she was in. One day we opened up her eyes and we we're both just a foot away from her. And she goes like this and looks at both of us. I woke up and I'm like, what the heck? You know, why is he doing that? And then Rachel showed me, mom, here's where you've been. I didn't realize that I'd been in a coma. I didn't realize that it had been weeks. After spending six grueling weeks in the hospital, Bud was finally able to bring Gina home though a few symptoms still lingered from the brain aneurysm, which left her with a severely crossed eye and difficulty walking without assistance. Knowing that Jesus had paid for her complete healing, Bud and Rachel opted to give Gina their own form of rehab. Bud and Rachel began their occupational therapy, physical therapy, everything they did themselves. We went to a trainer, Lance Dreer, and he worked on every muscle that I had. Gina's a rare individual. She didn't take knowing it as an answer. Anytime a person has a disability, the outlook is inc incredibly critical. Of course, their attitude was always positive, never saw it once negative. People would say she may walk, but she'll need assistance. And we were searching for those scriptures. Where's that partial healing that G Jesus did? Where did he just kind of 
leave the blind man with one blind eye and one, one eye where he could see through, and, and oh, it's not there. When they, people were healed, they were healed completely. It's up to you to start acknowledging what God has done, and you stand up and take your authority and use some faith and begin to believe that death and life are in the power of the tongue and speak to those cancers, curse it, resist the devil and command him to get out of your life. Today, Gina is completely well. Not only can she walk without any assistance, her eyesight is completely normal and there are no side effects left from her stage five brain aneurysm. Being nothing short of a miracle, her healing has left doctors both baffled and inspired. For someone even to survive a brain aneurysm is incredible. Okay, and if they do survive it and they don't have a limitation or they have a severe disability, is even more incredible, all right? But in her case, you look at her, you say, what happened? I can't really see that. He would go outside the room and he would say, Doc, there's gonna be a holy cow demonstration, as that was his famous sentence. We still laugh about it, but she definitely had a great outcome. I would say this is the victory of a prayerful man. He had a true faith in God. And he, was, he believed in Jesus Christ and his miraculous healing power. He was the key. He, he did that. The facts as presented to us by the world around us are not the facts. You know, the facts are what Scripture declares to be true. And Bud's story, I think, is an amazing encouragement and a reminder to us all to keep our eyes focused on the provision of God that's made through Jesus Christ. I think the only thing that I would share is how important it is that we renew our minds daily, that you learn and make it a part of you. I have since gotten married and I've had a baby and she's coached me through my pregnancy and how to be a good wife and gives me advice. Life today, every day is an adventure. I don't look at each day and take it for granted. I have my wife, the love of my life. Well, yeah, as far as Costco is concerned, we've been back there several times. And Gina's story is just one example of the countless lives that have been restored through the free teachings made available through Andrew Womack Ministries. To our friends and partners, we say thank you. Because of your support, one family from Phoenix, Arizona, was able to stand in faith in an otherwise impossible situation. All of you guys who are out there, we, we greatly appreciate everything that you've done. Um, I have my wife to thank you for, and I thank you as well. We hope you've been blessed by watching Gina Boop's healing journey. Now stay tuned for the healing journey of Johan Tote. My whole body started shaking and I couldn't stop it. I was really like shaking so hard that I couldn't stop my teeth were clapping like, like that. A doctor comes into my room and she says to me, listen, I've got some bad news for you. You have yellow fever. Hundreds of people have been lining up in Rio's public health clinics. Yellow fever outbreaks are happening in parts of Brazil. With supplies unable to keep up with demand. The virus has been spreading to humans by wild mosquitoes that bit infected monkeys. Even in the midst of hysteria, God's word is true. When Johan, a graduate of Karis Holland, came down with yellow fever, 
while leading a mission trip to Brazil, he knew he had a choice. Either believe the diagnosis that he would die or use his authority in Christ to overcome the attacks of the enemy. This is Johann's healing journey. Like the 30,000 people who die from yellow fever each year, Johann contracted the disease through a mosquito bite. Unaware that he was ill, Johann traveled back to his home country. Flew on a Monday, then we arrived on a Tuesday, then Wednesday came, and it was really, really, really bad. I mean, I was skinny, and uh, I, I couldn't hardly speak, I couldn't move, I couldn't walk. Then in the night, I vomited like for a half an hour or something, and something happened with my heart. My heart started to have a different rhythm. So I can hear my heartbeat and it wasn't going well. I could hardly breathe and I was really, really feeling really bad and uh, I felt, really felt that I was gonna die. This is what, what I felt. I saw my husband, he was really sick. He was really sick. He looked like he, he was just in face with death. So I decided the next morning to go to the doctor. And we were summoned to go to like a tropical hospital and they're specialized in tropical diseases. It was kind of surreal. 10 o'clock in the night, a doctor comes into my room and she says to me, listen, I've got some bad news for you. And she says, you have a yellow fever. It's a deadly virus. The chances are that you're not gonna make it. You're gonna be yellow and all your organs can explode. I said, well, first of all, let me tell you that I'm not going to die, but I'm going to live because my God has a hopeful future for me. Second of all, yellow doesn't really suit me well with my eyes. And my organs, they're going to keep functioning just fine. I said, thank you so much for your information. And I said, have a good night. And she said, okay. And she went. And I just sit on the side of my bed. And I said, Father, you say in your word, I have a hopeful future for you. And you say that I'm not going to die, but I'm going to live. You say if I don't have any doubts in my heart. And so I kept on telling what God is saying in his word. Now in the name of Jesus, I rebuke everything that she told me. I break that curse on my life. I break the virus that is attacking me. That yellow fever must die right now in the name of Jesus. I command to leave my body right now. I am not gonna die, but I'm gonna live in Jesus' name. God has given you authority in all of these areas and you have to take that authority and you have to resist the devil and he flees from you. So I just turned myself into the Word of God that that was the truth in my life and all the other things were just lies. I don't care how I feel, how bad the situation is, this is the truth in my life. And I said, and even if I would die, you are still good and worthy to be praised. And I start just praising God. And I felt the healing become manifest in my body instantly. And there came a peace over me that I cannot explain. I knew I was healed. The next morning, so this was on a Thursday night, and then the next morning, Friday morning, Johan called me and he said, I am healed. And I was like, okay, amen. <laughs> next morning, the doctors came. How are you feeling? I said, I'm healed. He said, what do you mean you're healed? I said, I'm healed. Jesus healed me. I'm healed. I want to go home. And she says, no, that's not possible. Yellow fever is like this. It goes and it comes and it goes and it comes. So I said, listen, I don't care what you think or how you see it. I go through all the tests that you want and everything, but I know that I'm healed and I'm going home. 
She says, no, we're going to keep you here for at least the weekend to see if, if everything changes. I said, cool, but I'm going home on a Monday. So she brought about 30 doctors into my room and I made a selfie with them smiling. He was like the first case in years with the yellow fever. So he was also kind of a object of studies. And even the doctors, they looked at him like he was some kind of miracle. So on the Monday morning, they came to me and they told me, we're gonna release you because we see that uh, you are fully recovering. Then I went home and I still had to recover. My condition was, I had really had a, a big hit and my heartbeat wasn't right yet. And then one day I was like, no, if God heals me, he heals me 100%. Not he heals me 80% or 95%, he healed me 100%. So with my bad heartbeat, I just went to the gym. I just started to work out like I always did. I gave myself 100% and my heartbeat went really up. up. I was like, I don't care, I'm healed. And I started just working out. And then after I had this thing on your phone where you can check your heart. After the fitness, I tried it again and it was like this. It was perfect and it was done. My problem was gone, no more. Just as Johan believed, the yellow fever completely vanished from his body. A healing so miraculous, he was invited to share his story at a medical seminar in front of hundreds of practitioners. When I was back in school in Caris Bible College, you know, we had all these teachings about your authority and I just realized that I don't need to believe my circumstances. So my mindset is that I don't accept any sickness in my body. I don't accept any attack from the devil to become mine. And when I went to Caris, they told me that I have the authority and I believed it. After graduating from Caris Bible College, Johan and Brenda started their ministry, One in Him Foundation, bringing the good news of God's unconditional love and grace in both spiritual and practical ways to the nation of Brazil. Thank you, partners. Because of you, people are understanding their authority in Christ and living the lives they were created for. Man, isn't that awesome? I tell you, I, I am amazed at what the power of faith can do. And these testimonies by Bud and Gina Boop and Johan and his wife Brenda are just awesome. And I tell you what, God did for them, He will do for you. We've got a series of seven volumes of testimonies just like this. The ones that you heard today are from volume six and volume seven. If you'll listen, our announcer will give you how you can receive either the individual uh, DVDs or the entire package. Please call or write today. On today's broadcast, Andrew shared the healing journeys of Gina Boop and Johan Tote. Their stories, along with several other compelling healing journeys, are available on the Healing Journeys Volume 6 and Volume 7 DVDs. These valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Let me encourage you to get these uh, videos that have all of these testimonies on it. And you know, the scripture says, you overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, the word of your testimony. I'm always teaching the word on healing and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. But when you can see these testimonies and hear these great testimonies, that, that is the word in video. 
I tell you, this will bless you and it's a great way to share uh, this he these healing truths with other people. So please listen to our announcer. We've got seven volumes here. They would be a blessing to you. Listen to the announcer and please call or write today to receive these materials. You can get The Healing Journeys Volume 6 and 7 DVDs as part of The Healing Journeys Package, which includes a total of 33 incredible stories packed into seven Healing Journeys DVD volumes. This package has a catalog value of $175 that you can get it today for just $125. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get these resources. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I'd like to ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us. You know, our ministry is based in the United States, but we have 16 offices around the world. We've got altogether around 70 Bible schools scattered around the world. And we actually reach more people outside of the U.S. than we do in the U.S. And we need partners to enable us to do that. And so I'd like to encourage you to join with us. There are great benefits to you being a partner, not only in eternity, but here in this life. So if you are looking for a good return on your investment. I believe that this is a good ministry. It'll touch you right where you are. So join with us and become a partner with us today. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do. And I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis. You need to take a step of faith and start believing God for something big. God made every one of you for something special. The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. We all have a purpose and a destiny, and you will find that out when you attend Karis Bible College. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? Have you checked out the Inside Story yet? It's a great way for you to get an inside look of what is happening at Andrew Womack Ministries. With years of interviews, there's a lot to get excited about. Check out this month's featured story today, only at awmi.net. Do you want to connect with like-minded believers? Do you want to go deeper in God's Word through the teachings of Andrew Womack? Do you believe God has more? then Karis Bible Studies is the place for you. Connect with believers in your area to dig into the message of God's unconditional love and grace. You will be encouraged to grow with a small group of believers as you study the Word and fellowship. The leaders are Karis alumni with a solid foundation in the Word of God. 
They have embraced Jesus' command to make disciples of all nations, even those in their backyard. Karis Bible Studies are connecting believers with the Word of God in your neighborhood. Find a Bible study near you by visiting karisbiblestudies.net. Meet the Joneses. They made a commitment to get up early every morning and watch the Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack on TV. Only problem is, as much as they love Andrew, mornings do not love the Joneses. They wish there was some way they could simply watch Andrew on TV whenever they wanted. With Roku plugged to your TV, you can watch Andrew on demand whenever you want.